Oh, I was sitting there like I know we have a sign on. I could see it. Did you start? I could see it in your face. I was the whole time I was watching you. I'm like, he's totally trying to remember because I was gonna throw it to you by being like, Dave. Yeah, I, and I, I could see, I could see you like lamenting that coming. Like you were like thinking he's gonna say, Dave. No, I actually no. It got to a point where I was waiting for it. That oh, were you? I did remember, <laughs> but I was the, the look on my face. It was me trying to think of it, and then it was trying to think of the order I say the shit, and then I was like, oh, whatever, I'll just say it in any order. So then I'm waiting for the Dave. So I'm just like. Kind of had the same look on my face as waiting for the Dave. <laughs> That's why when you're like, do you have anything to add? I was like, is this what I'm supposed to say? Yeah, I know. I kind of, I, I, I did that intentionally to kind of throw you off. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. You drink one, drink two, drink three Long Island iced teas. But your buddy's worse off and he throws you his car keys. Blue lights are blinking four o'clock in the morning. St. Trooper makes you wish that you'd never been born. Better call Saul. Better call Saul. You want to tell the world you're in love with a girl named Frank? Ladies and gentlemen, this is It's All Good, Man, The Better. Better Call Saul podcast. My name is Brian, and with me, as always, via Skype, my homeboy Dave. Dave, how's it going this evening? Oh, let's, uh, let's knock some of the rust off here on this here podcast. I didn't even hear a word you said because Skype timed out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I said, let's knock some of the rust off on this here podcast. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's been a couple months since we released our Patrick Fabian episode. That is correct. That, and uh, we've been missing you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Been missing you. But man, uh, you guys have been active all over Twitter. We got a pretty good uh, Twitter following now. It's growing every day. The The downloads and listens to the podcast are are doing absolutely awesome. So thank you for spreading the word. Thanks for uh, retweeting it. Thanks for posting it on your Facebook. Again, uh, going into season two, uh, shit ain't changing. Me and Dave, we're still your buddies on the couch, and this is still your podcast. The only new addition is that if you want to call and leave us a voicemail to put your thoughts and such on the show, you can absolutely do that. I should have looked up the phone number before I said that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's okay well i'll i'll uh i'll re-record it close at five 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 right <laughs> so anyway just go to our fucking twitter and it has the phone number next time i'll put it in but why i'm excited is because it's the first time in a couple months we've been able to release an episode and after julian emery and ray seahorn and patrick fabian and uh the two fail scout dudes you know i've, I've been uh working really hard for you to keep getting members of the cast but as it gets as it got closer and closer to them start starting production on season two and now that they're in production on season two it's become increasingly harder to reach out to agents because they're like well our our principals are in production right now they don't want to talk to you you know right um which I completely understand, but the beauty of it is, is uh, our awesome fans have helped us so much. You know, we're we're staying uh, at the top of the iTunes charts. If you search "Better Call Saul," we're like still like eighteen of the top twenty-five episodes. Uh, real quick side note: uh, Damn you, Chris Hardwick! I'm getting a little sick of your bullshit. Uh, <laughs> Just on a side note, real quick, Chris, Chris Hardwick. Anybody that listens to the podcast pretty much knows that Chris Hardwick hosts nerdist podcast and nerdist has a side podcast called the writer's panel and they did one for better call Saul. and every week or like almost daily we jostle back and forth for the top position like so if you search better call Saul, it'll give like the top 25 episodes for better call Saul. Mm -hmm. and almost daily 
uh, one of our episodes fights with the Nerdist, the Nerdist writers panel for the number one spot. <laughs> and so uh, I always try to, I always tweet Chris Hardwick and I'm like, we got you surrounded Hardwick. Just give it up. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, but that's just iTunes though. Yeah, I know it's just iTunes, but they, <laughs> e- either way, it's still cool that we have that kind of representation. And you know, like uh, uh, our fans have given us the ability to reach out to these awesome people. And even with nothing important podcast, uh, nothing important podcast.com, uh, we've been able because of the success and the awesomeness of our fans on his saw Goodman, we've been able to do a similar show for nothing important, but in a more general sense, like we've had video game right. programmers over there, uh, actors like in comics, like Owen Benjamin and, and, uh, you know, MMA legend, Dan Severin and like all these crazy ass, uh, crazy ass people that we got to talk with like bald brian you know new york times bestseller and a uh, member of the yeah, Adam. terry dale parks was a good terry interview. dale fucking nice parks movie. he was in terminator and he, he's in all sorts of shit like just a bunch of cool people coming up so so thank you so what we have this week is a really kick-ass interview with mel rodriguez who plays in better call saul he plays marco polo Exactly. <laughs> Sal's, Sal's buddy. We got to ask him all sorts of cool questions. There's a bunch of Reddit people from r slash Better Call Saul that submitted questions. We, we asked him the questions. Everybody got shout outs. Um, it, so just overall, a great community, great listenership, and a great interview with Mel Rodriguez. One of the things that struck me about him is how much... Uh, I, I guess it's like how relaxed he was in the interview. Yeah, right? and I, I, I think I think a lot of that comes from the fact that um, I don't know how to work a cell phone or my own podcasting equipment. Yeah, because once once again we hung up on him, right? <laughs> <laughs> hung up on him. I hung. First it was, uh, can you give me a minute? I'll call you back. And he was like, absolutely, that's cool. And I was like, okay, this guy's awesome. I knew right away. He wasn't being a dick about it. Called him back. Couldn't hear you guys through the setup because I had the headphones in wrong. Hung up on him. <laughs> Called him back. He's just like, you need another minute, dude? And I was like, uh, no, I think we got it this time. And then called you and we were on the way. Yeah, just a, just a, a completely awesome dude. So before, uh, before uh, me and Dave sign off and let you guys enjoy the episode with uh, Mel Rodriguez, I did want to let you know we already have our next uh, It's All Goodman interview booked. It's another person who plays a small but integral role on Better Call Saul, and that'll be releasing probably sometime early September. Indeed. See, I'd like to do these these weekly like we used to because you look at every other Better Call Saul podcast, they're taking the off-season off, but not Dave and I. Dave and I are working hard literally every day trying to get these folks in for you. That's right. We're trying. We're, we're trying, you know, and, and they're in production, so it takes a little bit of... Of finagling, but uh, the cast, the cast, the people that have spoken to have have been nothing but awesome. Just yeah, they've been awesome, and they've been encouraging each other to come on, which is awesome. And uh, they're having a good time. We're having a good time. You're having a good time because you're listening to us. And if you're listening to us because you're not having a good time, secretly you're having a good time because that's how you get a good time. That's exactly right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, so be on the lookout in September for another episode of the Saul Goodman with another awesome, awesome. Uh, character from Better Call Saul. Uh, but right now, check out our talk with Mel Rodriguez. Oh, God. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see, I would have never figured that out. Yeah, I, 
it's well, uh it's it's been smooth so far with, with, your, with technical stuff at all i commend you oh thank you yeah i actually <laughs> went to school for this stuff so oh right on <laughs> well you, you know what you know what mel this is actually par for the course because yeah there's, if there's one thing we do almost every episode is hang up on the person who's our guest <laughs> that's great yeah we we have literally hung up on just about everybody from like uh, like Ball Brian to Patrick Fabian. We have literally hung up on every single guest <laughs> trying to figure out how to make it work. <laughs> well, yeah, they're all very nice people. I'm sure they understood. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's been it's been a real treat. Yeah. Yeah, I so, know that had something to the sauce, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, well we, yeah. We we won't keep you too long, but we'll we'll just jump into it and uh, and have some fun. And if you don't mind, I actually have some questions from the uh, Better Call Saul subreddit. Oh, okay, cool. All right. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, on the somewhat important hotline, he plays uh, Jimmy McGill's buddy Marco on Better Call Saul, and is currently playing Todd on Fox's uh, The Last Man on Earth. Mel Rodriguez. Mel, thank you for coming on our little. Uh, podcast experiment <laughs> it's, it's my pleasure guys absolutely so <laughs> it's good to be here <laughs> we're, we're so glad to have you i, I gotta be honest uh, uh somehow uh early on when we first started it's saw good men i would always complain because we only had like 50 50 twitter followers and now we have like eleven thousand or something like that and i, I was scrolling down and i saw i saw uh you and i'm like oh my god i'm, I'm totally gonna direct message him <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I saw that. I was like, "Wow, this is great!" Yeah, no, and 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 it was a few days ago. Yeah, you, we uh, we got to talking on on the direct message, and I, I still don't know how that works. I'm still trying to figure out Twitter, but I got your message, and you were like, "Would you like to come on?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure, let's do it." Absolutely. Well, we're we're glad to have you. Dave and I are big fans of uh, of of Better Call Saul, and uh, the beauty of your character Marco is. You, you've played it so well, and you've made such a huge impact for having relatively limited screen time on that show. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, you know, I I, I, um, I was really excited to get that call that I got, you know, just uh, to have been part of uh, Saul's journey, you know, and, and becoming who the guy he became, you know, part of his character development was just so cool. You know, I remember telling my wife, like, you know, because it was super secret, so I couldn't tell anybody anything about anything, really. And uh, I remember reading the scripts and telling uh, my wife, like, I'm the reason Saul wears his pinky ring, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, that's my pinky ring. I gave it to him, you know? He, he gets it from me, and I just thought that was, was really, really cool. I, I love the way they're, you know developing Saul and letting us know he was such an interesting character in, in, in Breaking Bad and just him become, you know, what we get to, to see why he becomes the guy he becomes is really cool. Right. And, and now you're, you're such a huge part of that. Was it, was it weird? Uh, was it weird for you knowing that like you would have really limited screen time, but like, it, but you're such an integral part of the story. Like, did that put any pressure on you to perform or, or, uh, well, you know, I, I found out I had gotten cast, I think, maybe a week before we actually started shooting. So, uh, oh, wow. And, and, and I didn't have really much information at all, except that I was a really big fan of uh, Breaking Bad, so I'd seen that, like, twice. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, I, you know, I got these scripts about a week before, and I knew he was from Cicero, and I thought, man, I've got to do, you know, he's got to have 
a Cicero accent, and I, 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 I'd never done Cicero before, but I had kind of played around with Chicago a little bit. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, and so, um, you know, I, I wanted to be authentic. And so I called up a couple of friends. I, like I was telling you earlier, my dad lived in Hammond and he used to go to Chicago all the time. So, um, and then, and then Bob helped me with that too. Um, but it was just, it felt like you know, we really, we really crammed a lot into, um, that, that, that small amount of time that we did have, you know, um, yeah. And I just, you know, I I love these guys and respect them so much. I just, I just really knew I had to bring my, you know, my A game. So I did my best. Yeah, and, and you know, you totally did. the The great thing about your character is, uh, you know, uh, part of the fun of of uh, Better Call Saul is that we we know how it ends up. <laughs> and so, right, like, right. yeah. So, yeah. so uh, Dave and I, we always push our our podcast as uh, we're we're not like the analytical let's analyze everything we're kind of like everybody's buddy on the couch where we just like to give like you know theories off the top of our heads and such and i i, I remember when we saw when we saw your character we we're like oh man we you know this is awesome like this, this guy's kick ass and they're doing the flashbacks there's gonna there's gonna be more uh shenanigans i guess you, you can say yeah, yeah, this guy and then uh no they really gave us kind of all we needed but we wanted more oh <laughs> uh, yeah you do man i i'll tell you i we, we, um, um, it was just such a good, t- it was such a good time. And, uh, and, you know, we shoot all that stuff out there in Albuquerque and those guys are so, I mean, I just can't tell you, like I, I've worked with a lot of crews and they're just, they're just, a, they're, they're just this incredibly well-oiled machine, you know, um, just all around. And so it was just really, really cool to be a part of, um, and to be a part of like, I mean, I really like, you know, Breaking Bad was one of my favorite shows. That you know, Saul was one of my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. I, when I heard this television show was happening, just as a fan, I was thrilled. So to get the gig was just like you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's and, been uh, a it's been a pretty common sentiment amongst our interviews is that for one, like everybody was a fan of the show, and then you know got on yeah. Better Call Saul, and everybody really appreciates the uh, the production and how the crew runs and and the way they do things, the way the auditions are run seems to be a little different yeah. and, and like everybody's got great stories it, about it. It is. Yeah. You know, going into the audition, they didn't, we, 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 I didn't even get, you know, usually you'll get copy and they're very, very, they were very, very secretive about this copy. They were like all watermarked with your name and, uh, they, they had all these like codes on them so that, you know, you couldn't copy it. And, like, you know, once you got the email, like self-destructed and all this stuff. <laughs> and, um, I mean, really, they were really, really, uh, um, careful about, about, uh, you know, uh, leaking stuff. Um, and then I actually ended up finding out that the sides we got for the audition weren't even part of the show. They read very much kind of like a, um, uh, almost like, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with David Mamet's, uh, American Buffalo, that play. No. Um, but they took place in like a pawn shop and they were, you know, it had to do with this coin dealer and these two guys being kind of like, you know, um, on the hustle, but it wasn't, you know, it, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't necessarily Marco and it was completely different. It was just a scene, you know, was it, was it from that? What's that? I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Was it similar to, to like the coin scene in the second episode where, where they were, uh, it was a little of that, but they weren't even, you know, they weren't in a bar doing pulling, pulling that hustle there. They, they weren't, mm-hmm. they weren't, uh, you know, they were, they were in a pawn shop, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, they didn't want, I didn't, they didn't want to give anything away, 
you know? Um, and so that bar scene, by, by the way, that bar scene was just one of the most fun. We were at this old kind of German bar in, in, uh, in, uh, it looked very, very Chicago actually in, in the middle of Albuquerque. And we were in that, we were in that bar doing that coin scene for God. I think we were in there for four days. Yeah. Oh, wow. We were, we, Dave and I kind of laughed about that too. We, <laughs> where we're from, we have a bar. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to say the name because I, I personally don't really care for the guy, but totally, <laughs> totally, <laughs> totally a bar where uh, it, it's all like just an obnoxious number of fluorescent beer advertisements and paneling all over the walls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's you know. Absolutely. So the attention to detail was perfect. <laughs> Freaking old style, which was pretty like they were. Oh, yeah. Pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were like um, keeping that. They are very true to keeping it true. You know. <laughs> absolutely. We we really love the the first scene. Uh, two things stuck about us uh, stuck out with us with the uh, first scene where. Um. Where where you guys pulled the first uh, scam on. Uh, and on a Stewie, yeah, yeah. And uh, first we were laughing because you were getting poked with a stick. Because at the time we didn't know whether or not you were alive or not. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I think yeah. Dave even talked about that. Like, what do you, what's the first thing you do when you come across a dead body? You get, you know, poke him with a stick. He's <laughs> alive. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and I was, uh, we were joking about that on set. Yeah, it's so great. And then the uh, and then uh, when you started uh, when when it was you know your character when Marco was actually just kind of you know supposed to be in a haze and he started calling him buttholes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Such a- you know, and I and I think that was the thing too. Me and me and uh, Bob talked about that. Is that you know I, I think Marco got a real kick out of getting an opportunity to act. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. You know, these guys, um, it was so much fun, man, because it, they really, they go back, they're best buddies. And I feel like, you know, on some level, obviously not like hustling like they did, but I had, you know, friends that we'd pull pranks and stuff like that. And like, just afterwards, like sit down and kind of reminisce about like this and that. And I think the two of them were just, you know, Marco especially was really proud that they were able to, to pull that, that's that scam off, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely and it's, yeah, I, I, damn, too, it's like you know i mean a lot a lot has to go right for that scam to work right you know if you think about it you dissect it and stuff and and i remember uh talking with peter peter gold like you know what if the dude doesn't see the cash on the floor you know what i mean what if he misses seeing my legs you know what i mean mm-hmm. the guy you know like a, really a lot has to go right for that thing to go right you know Totally. It, 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 it was so well played. I was, I almost made it my mission. I, I almost made it my mission for like two weeks after to, to bring back butthole because like, like, you know, after, after you get out of like eighth grade, you know, like you graduate to like asshole or cocksucker or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what? Like people don't call each other buttholes enough. You no, know, so like, like, no, you know, I really don't. don't. And I, I feel, I feel kind of grateful that we were able to kind of bring that back in a way. And I remember the next day, it's funny with Twitter, you get, as you guys know, like you'll do your show and probably get responses immediately on Twitter and <laughs> right. butthole was hashtag butthole was all over. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I was, I was kind of teasing, um, I was kind of teasing the fact that we were going to record with you today and I wanted to put on Twitter, like, 
hey, you buttholes, recording with a special guest, new show coming soon. <laughs> but then I'm like, no, it's going to ruin It's going to ruin the surprise because, <laughs> because oh, like, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. They'll, yeah, they'll be like, oh, right, the butthole guy. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and it's funny, I've actually, uh, I've actually been uh, approached on the street and said, you're the butthole guy. <laughs> <laughs> they signed the building, you're the ass man. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, I think I think it's just a testament to how you played the character because what works so well is, I mean, it, it, at its base, I mean, it's a really funny scene with a lot of you know, like the poking with the stick and and the totally immature use of pejoratives and stuff like that. But like with, with the tone and the kind of juvenile humor <laughs> of it all, and it, it like it is it, just such such a great scene, and I think that's why a lot of people. Uh, you know, really kind of fell in love with the character because, like, everybody has, you know, everybody has a buddy like that. Where, like, even when you're, even the most serious moments, you're, you're you know, you're, you're still have these stupid little inside jokes, or, you know, if you're trying to pull something, you'll, you'll do something just to kind of aggravate your buddy a little bit, even when it's inappropriate. And like, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, hell, yeah. me and David made two podcasts based around that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, that's you know, and I think that's the thing. I think that's kind of which I was really proud and honored to be able to do was, you know, uh, is that, you know, I'm, I'm kind of one of those guys in the story that is, you know, Marco's one of these guys in the story that's responsible for, you know, uh, uh, solve kind of from becoming like a kid to becoming a man, you know, right. In a lot of ways, he's that kind of transition point. And, um, and then, you know, and him making that decision to, you know, it, it, it's, it's interesting what I, I, I love that about Vincent and, and Peter is that they really, they're, they're really into these character driven stories and what, um, you know, what, it t- what, what, what a man is made of, you know, man or woman is made of, really, right. you know, yeah. and, um, and we really get an opportunity to see that with, with Saul. Um, you know, I, I was, I was talking to somebody earlier, like, I think if, um, I think if the Godfather were around today and Francis Ford Coppola was doing that, he might do it on Netflix or AMD mm-hmm. or something nowadays. You know, we get an opportunity to have an entire season about, you know, Sonny Corleone, which would have been fucking awesome. You know, right, yeah. <laughs> sorry, excuse my language. No, no, oh, you can say whatever you want. Yeah, or, that's cool. Or, you, know, <laughs> or, or you, you get an opportunity to see like all these great characters, like, uh, who's that character, uh, um, who I love so much. He shows up. Is talking to Marlon Brando, uh, Luke Brat, you know. Oh yeah, Lucas Brat. The whole season about Luke Brat, where he sleeps and what he's about, like what made him become a killer, and you know what, what these things that make people tick, and mm-hmm. that's the really great thing about these guys is they write so dimensional, you know. Totally right. Well, and so they, their show, like the whole yeah. point of every show that they're the Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, the character development is the show. Like they're Breaking it, Bad, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And it's those are the those are the things I grew up watching, and they're happening on TV. And they're these big, like twenty course meals now, rather than just a snack. Not that The Godfather was a snack at all; that was a meal, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you know there are all these other, you know, chapters which is just so cool, you know? I mean, it really is like you're like, you've had just the right amount. Like you get a script like that and it's like, all you got to do is dance. It's like, you've got the greatest 
amount, you've got the perfect amount of booze in your system and your favorite song comes on. <laughs> and, you know what I mean? yeah, and you just, right. you know, exactly what to do. You know, instinct takes over. So, right. You know, the, I, I totally know how you feel. You know, I get like six or seven beers in me, and if uh, Hold On by Wilson Phillips comes on at the bar, I am rocking that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> Wilson Phillips. It's time to get on that dance floor, dude. <laughs> right on. Dave, Dave will attest. Dave? Uh, yeah, you're the reason I know how to play that song on guitar, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, Kind of touching on that that note, Mel. I'm going to start with a couple of, of of questions from the folks over at the subreddit for Better Call Saul, if you don't mind. Sure, let's do it. Okay, awesome. Uh, MJ Fleck says, "How bittersweet was it to be able to play such a great character, knowing that his time on the show had to be limited?" In, incredibly bittersweet, you know. And 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 I and and we all. It's funny because um, we had such a good time that the, the running joke on set was. Uh, you know, how, how, how they, these guys can write themselves out of anything, you know, how could they possibly maybe even write themselves out of Marco being dead? Right. Yeah. It's uh, the long con. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's the long, long con. Yeah. Absolutely. So it, it was incredible. You know, I knew, you know, I've got, I've got basically, you know, a couple episodes and that's it. But so it was just a matter of kind of just cherishing it for what it is. And if Marco does, um, you know, come back at some point, that'll just be, uh, you know, extra gravy. You know, it's not entirely impossible since, I mean, the whole show was technically a flashback, but Marco's story is all told in right. flashback, so they can jump around. Yeah. Oh right. yeah. No, it, it totally could happen. And that, and that would be really great. You know, so we, we, we could, uh, uh, we talked about that on the, on the, uh, uh, better call Saul podcast where they were, uh, where they were that other, what's that podcast that the guys do? forgot what it's is it called better call Saul or is it yeah better call Saul insider yeah yeah it, that's right and, and and Vince and Peter were on and they said you know we you know we really want to have you back they obviously aren't going to say anything but mm-hmm. you know I mean you know you remember in Breaking Bad those situations they write themselves out of they're the kings of that so um you never know yeah, never know. Right. yeah and, and he certainly could appear again in a flashback so. Absolutely. Reddit user Edgar Devine kind of brings that up. Uh, they say, you know, do you think we'll see any more of Marco in, in any more flashbacks? I hope so, man. I have I, I have such a good time working on that thing. I really hope so. So I don't know, but I, I, that's the answer to that. But I'd really love to come back anytime. Yeah, um, you know, I, I I think pretty much everybody everybody would welcome it. Like I said, it, I mean, it was such. In the grand scheme of the 13 episodes of the first season, it was such a limited amount of of screen time, but it was just one of those things. Like as soon as as soon as you were on and you played your parts, everybody was like, "Oh, that guy's that guy's fucking awesome." Well, ask for it. You know, I mean, those of you know, ask for it. If you want, you know, tell people ask for more. I'll, I'll be there. I promise. We'll start a campaign. <laughs> well, Twitter campaign. <laughs> we'll, yeah, we'll, do best, <laughs> we'll do the best we can. Um, right Becca. Becca Becca Orla, I think her screen name is, or his screen name is, uh, says okay. uh, he wanted to let you know that you did a brilliant job as Marco, and he was a brilliant character, and uh, and they would like you to explain what a dry standpipe is. A dry standpipe. Well, you know, we were looking into that, and I think the standpipe is actually the one that sticks up and actually shoots the water. Like, um, it's got a. From what I understand you know, is, is it's, 
it's it literally looks kind of like a pipe coming out of the ground rather than what you see with the hydrants. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I, I, you've uh, seen those before, haven't you? They're, actually, in my, in my professional life, I actually have to deal with them and took some some training on them. So, <laughs> so I actually get some light on it. What, what? So, is that what a stand pipe is? Those pipes that kind of stick out of the ground that. Yeah, absolutely. When, when you have high-rise buildings or like multi-tiered bu- buildings, the standpipe is where there's an alternate water source for the fire supply should something happen to the main water source. So it like supplies, it calls it a standpipe because it, it goes upright through the middle of the building and it supplies it supplies water to the main uh, fire extinguishers and such. <laughs> boom, boom, nailed it. There you go. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's what... That's what we had heard. I, I, you said it better than I could. <laughs> and then, uh, Mel, the most important question is, uh, what is your favorite frozen pizza? My favorite frozen pizza? Oh, geez. Uh, let's see. You know, I, I could go for a Red Baron sometimes. Just kind of right on. Okay. Be, be simple, you know, or a, to, a, a tombstone. Hell I yeah. gotta tell you, I and I'm gonna get a lot of like shit for this, but. Chicago deep dish is my favorite. If I could get like Gino's delivered, <laughs> you know, which I understand you can, um, mm-hmm. and and I and I might uh, deep dish is my favorite. I mean, you just it's 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 the best. Um, yes. I tell you what, next time, it's almost next not time you're in pizza. Next time you're in Chicago, I got a I got a place for you. Yes. So next time you're up here, yeah, I got a place for you. Hit me up on Twitter or over the phone or whatever, and I'll I'll take you out for some pizza. <laughs> we'll take you up on that. Absolutely. Yeah, please. You better please call me because if it's the place yeah. we went to last time, I'll drive up for that too. <laughs> yep. I'll, I'll actually, I heard along too. I, I heard that uh, Gino's is uh, doing frozen pizzas now. I heard. Yeah. yeah. I don't. We don't have them in the stores out here. Also, Trader Joe's has got a pretty pretty. You guys have Trader Joe's out there. We do. Everybody talks about Trader Joe's frozen pizza. I think the entire cast of uh, Better Call Saul <laughs> eats uh, Trader Joe's frozen pizza. <laughs> yeah, well, they're really good. <laughs> I mean, they're kind of gourmetish, you know. They're like truffle and cheese and stuff like that. But they've got a good sausage. It's pretty great. Awesome. Well, Mel, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show, uh, Marco. I hope we see more of them. And uh, absolutely all the best of luck on The Last Man on Earth and uh, all the other projects you got going on. Uh, thanks so much, guys. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Um, and one, if you don't mind me plugging Getting On on HBO. Oh, yeah. Yeah, please do. Next, we'll, we'll, getting, we'll be back next next year. Uh, it's starting in November. Uh, well, this year starting in November. And, um, yeah, it needs a little love. But uh, thank you guys for having me on, man. I really appreciate it. And... Um, yeah, it was fun. Oh, maybe kill some time. All right, yes. Yeah. All right, Dave. So that was uh, that was Mel Rodriguez. Cool dude. Very very cool dude. Um, definitely somebody that I would look forward to grabbing a slice of Chicago pie with. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, pizza, Chicago pizza pie. Let me clarify. I don't know if it made it into the show, but like uh, there there was a conversation at some point about how uh, if he's ever in Chicago that we're 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 going to treat him to pizza. I'm going to take him out for real pizza. Yeah, he's the first one to throw in a goddamn tombstone. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> somebody somebody shares my passion for tombstone frozen pizzas. Well, the first he throws out Red Baron and like that's what poor people from small towns like me eat. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, yeah. 
So uh, just a just a great guy. I I really liked his enthusiasm. He he's absolutely so friendly, you know. And he has the uh, yeah. The, he's got a lot of Chicago style to him. Yeah, totally, totally. And uh, I you know he threw out the old style. And, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, he knew the references. He's got some family from the area, so he knew the the Saul Cicero references and that and that that was a Chicago looking kind of a bar that they were in with all the neon yeah, and the shittiness. Absolutely. I think we mentioned that. Yeah. It's, uh if you've never been to Chicago folks, there's something about Chicago bars where half of them have nothing but like 1970s porn set style paneling on the wall <laughs> and it, they're just plastered with ne- neon uh neon beer advertisements. And I've been all over the country and you know, to several parts of the world, and I have yet to see pubs quite like in Chicago, where every square inch <laughs> seems to be uh, just bright ass neon signs to the point where they don't even need like the ceiling lights. Like everything is just lit by the neon signs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like turn the lights down. Uh, you mean turn the signs off? <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> well,. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you. Uh, keep your eye out for our next episode. Make sure you check out Nothing Important Podcast. Uh, we're kind of doubling up this time. We're going to use the same interview on Nothing Important because both shows have kind of grown to the point where they have their own distinct audiences. But uh, Mel was just too awesome not to share with both. However, me and Dave have some fun conversation, as always, and some of the the more lighthearted things that we do over on Nothing Important. So if you want to hear like an extra like 15, 20 minutes of uh, me and Dave jabbering check out nothing important also if you want to check out uh, our interviews with people not better call Saul related uh, you know people from other TV shows and movies and books and other podcasts and video game developers and entrepreneurs like Mike from Cuban Soraka and Eric from uh, Tugboat Coffee and Chris from Devil's Trumpet Brewing Company out of Maryville Indiana just awesome uh Cino from two white crew just like all these awesome people that have sat down and talked with us check us out at uh nothing important podcast.com as always for it's all good men you can find us at it's all good men uh it's all good man.com uh you can find us at twitter at isgm podcast anything else you want to add dave call us idiots Call us geniuses, whatever. Just call us. You didn't even remember what you were going to say there for a second, did you? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) I spent your whole end there trying to remember what the hell my sign-off was. All right. (laughs) All right, guys. Uh, Keep showing us love. Keep spreading the word, and we'll see you next month. You better go solve.